My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to the Oddscast podcast. Dominic DeLeo, alongside Joe Lara, Terry Takes, producer Corey. It is the last podcast before Selection Sunday. So next week we will see you and uh, discuss everything you need to know about the NCAA March Madness tournament when brackets are set. But today, very special episode, conference tournaments, NBA stuff. I'm sure we'll argue about Top Shot again. Bunch of stuff to talk about. Joe, Terry, Corey, how are you? Doing well today. It's not a bad day. I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. What more could you ask for, you know? So, Terry, I saw that you bet on some college basketball on the Action Network. Um, What Are are you back officially, or or what do you – um, looking to do here. I know that we had talked last podcast about your just taking some time off and, and not betting for a while, but now it looks like you're throwing in some bets. How are you? What do you, where do you feel as far as the uh, college basketball landscape is concerned? I'm in, I'm in training camp right now, spring training. I'm playing myself into shape. Um, I'm one and oh so far in this college basketball season. So what more could you want? You know, I'll probably won't lose a bet for the rest of the year. Um, and my, you know, this will be, you know, a story you tell your grandchildren about the, the betting performance I'm about to put on in March madness, 2021 Terry takes, I mean, put etch me into the history books, put me in the gambling hall of fame. I mean, build a shrine for me in Vegas. I'm sorry, Atlantic city, the Vegas of the East Atlantic city. Um, I think I, Vegas I mean, is actually the Atlantic city of the West. Yes, I believe that's correct. You're right. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, am I confident? I guess you could say so. Am I humble? Absolutely not. If you aren't going to lose a bet for the next month, mm-hmm. your bra- your bracket is going to be spicy on fire. Uh, that's not true. Spread wise, did I you guess. want me? To, did you want me to follow up on that? I, yeah, you can. I mean, follow. spreads. I mean, spreads. I, I can just hit the spreads. Come on. I knew where you were going with it. So, two things. One, we will. Two or now. I'm two or now. Now we will be recording next week on Wednesday, so we'll come out on Thursday podcast like we normally do. Um, I didn't even know this until we looked at the scheduling pre-podcast. A little peek behind the curtain here. I didn't know that this year. The first time, I think, in a, in a long time, I don't even know if this has ever happened, that the first round of the March Madness tournament starts on Friday. It's unbelievable. Like, I'm going to actually have to pay full attention. Well, maybe at work. I don't have a, an excuse to be distracted at work on, th- on Thursday. So, yeah, we have Selection Sunday this Sunday. Then the first four, because I guess they aren't doing um, – they they don't have like the 16, I guess. I don't know. The first four is just like the first four, which is the, the I guess they have four playing games. Yeah. 
Yeah, they have two tw- they have two playing games for two 12 seeds and then two playing games for two 16 seeds. So those are the those are the games that'll happen on Thursday and then on Friday. Yeah. The first four, will- man. That's the first four. And then we will have, but you know, certain years they did like 11, they were playing for an 11 seed and a 12 seed. And that was the year that BCU won the playing game and then went on to make the final four. So I don't like the first four just because it like, I, I like it and I don't like it because it screws with your bracket a little bit. Like, cause you, you know, you kind of write off both teams because by the time you start doing brackets on Sunday, when it comes out, you like just don't want to put either team in the first round. So you tend to tend to overlook the teams or you don't want to do that, and then you pay too much attention to the first four game, and it's like, oh well, you know, beat uh, VCU made the final four that one year. Um, I think there was another low seeded team that played in the play-in game that won. You uh, maybe I have to put one of them to win two games, and then so it just screws it screws up your bracket when you're trying to get the perfect bracket. Sounds like it screws up your bracket. <laughs> I want to know what this would be a good novel for somebody to write. Like if you made one bracket in a, in a year, like, let's like pick any random DFS or, or or gambling person on Twitter and they posted a bracket and it was perfect all the way through. What would that do to that person's life? Probably nothing. Are you, what? What? That would you be- could, you could spin that into some sort of celebrity status. For five minutes, go viral a little bit. I I think you underestimate how how important that would be culturally and how just insane that would be. I, I guess I don't know. I would frame it. Imagine you having to, you would have to do it. It'd have to be online too. Like I mean, you just fucking yes. fill one out afterwards and be like, "Oh, look, my perfect bracket. Pay me a million dollars, Warren Buffett." Imagine a perfect bracket. Um, besides the playing game, though, because you just spent either too much or not enough time looking at it. So we have, like I said, Selection Sunday. It'll be Bracket Mania by that time, but we will have a full breakdown of everything. We'll probably do a deep dive into each region. It'll be way more of a structured podcast, even though we do have some structured podcast episodes here. But next week will be very structured. Right now, as far as the college basketball landscape is concerned, we have four one seeds, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois, and then four two seeds, Alabama, Houston, Iowa, Ohio State. That's per Joe Lenardi, who is usually pretty the you know, pretty close to being the best guy, I think, after his years of bracketology. Um, even though I think he has that name trademark, but he's better than like Andy Katz, I think, and, and some of the other guys at CBS. He's usually pretty on the mark, at least on the top seeds. So the most interesting thing to look I at. Mean, as as I would hope so. All, he's a bracketologist. He's a scientist in brackets. It's his only fucking job. But, you know, some guys like to are better at branding than they are at, at projecting. So, Lenari's a little bit I mean, of both. I, guess, I mean, meteorologists are always wrong and they have a job. So, I guess he could be wrong. I did this like deep dive on meteorologists and like how they come up with the, uh, like the percentages of whether it's going to rain or not. And it has to do with like the percentage that it's going to rain. And then the percentage is going to hit wherever you are in the city. I was like mind blown by how these get these numbers. (laughs) Never looked into it before. (laughs) I think that your explanation helped me here's here's a percentage zero percent understand how they come up with the <laughs> look that's fine but maybe you'll look at it later which so then my statement would have helped you a hundred percent 
because you would have looked at it because you were so frustrated with my explanation. I'll be honest with you. I never look at the weather and I'm gen- like, when I leave my apartment building, I'm generally surprised if it's raining. Cause I had no idea. <laughs> I could see that being the case. Bringing it back away from meteorology, even though it's a little bit of college basketball meteorology here for the four one seeds, you know, Gonzaga looked pretty beatable. They were down 12 and a half, uh, two nights ago against BYU in their conference championship game. You know, they're 26 and L, but they, they played an Iowa team that wasn't, I didn't think was that good in the beginning of the season. Um, and then there are other, you know, it's the same fucking story every year. It's like the, the teams that they play, like don't end up being that great. Um, the Iowa win is the only big win that they have on their schedule, but Iowa was playing not great back then. We got, you know, we would have had a Gonzaga Baylor game, but then COVID took it from us in December. That was supposed to be like the biggest, uh, you know, juggernaut matchup in the beginning of the season. So same story with Gonzaga. I doubt, you know, they're, they're the one seed. They're even with how they looked at BYU. They'll be the number one. I don't think Baylor can lose uh, a one seed at this point, even if they get bounced like in the first or second round of the Big 12. 21-1, they've kind of just dominated that, uh, that conference. And then it gets interesting with Michigan, Illinois, and Iowa and Ohio State because these four Big Ten teams, you know, they all have at least three losses in conference. Iowa's 14 and six in conference, even though they've been playing really hot down the stretch. Ohio State has just dropped like a fucking rock. They've lost four straight games, even though three of them were to Michigan, Iowa, and Illinois. So the top tier of this conference is really fucking good. I think it's the first year I've ever seen a conference be, I think it's plus 20 point. Yeah. Over plus 20 adjusted efficiency metrics and conference. So that's like the highest. I think I've seen any conference anywhere um, on Ken Palm. So the big tens for real, and they haven't won a tournament in like close to 20 years. So it'll be a really interesting kind of way to look at these top, top tier teams Houston. I know Terry likes Houston. That's the thing you did. You told me you bet Houston after I talked about how they were undervalued in the futures market. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. No, I was in Atlantic city and I wanted to bet something. So I bet Houston 20 to one to win the championship and me and Fred, the guy behind the counter, we were both wearing dolphins hats and he still believes in Tua. So Fred in the Tropicana still believes in Tua, if you're wondering. And then Houston goes on and hits a half court buzzer beater against Memphis to end out their season. I don't, Houston, like the way Lunardi has them, they're like, if Michigan and Illinois go one and done in the big 10 tournament and Houston wins out, like potentially you can argue that there's a chance they would make, you know, be the fourth one seed. I think it's a stretch, but I, you know, it's, it's still Houston. They, they're graded out great on Ken Palm, but so is uh, Loyola Chicago and they're going to be an eight seed. It looks like or a nine seed, even though they are making the final four shout out to, uh, Sister Jean Redux, but I think, what was that? DLC from the last episode. I will say the only two conference um, championships I'm really watching closely, our conference tournaments I'm watching closely is the PAC 12, because Joe and I, we had discussed this back when we started this uh, talking about college basketball, Colorado was one of the teams we had recommended at 20 to one to win the conference tournament. They are now, I think three to one or four to one. And I think they're the three seed. Yeah. So 
that was good job by us. We didn't give out many picks on this, on this podcast as far as college basketball futures, but Colorado seemed to be undervalued. The Pac-12 much better than they usually are. Just get that through your head when you're making your brackets like USC, like Colorado. The other one is the Big East because Villanova, as, apart from – I'm kind of disappointed that Colin Gillespie got hurt because I thought this team was so fraudulent down the stretch. And now they have an excuse to be fraudulent because one of their biggest contributors is out for the season. And they've kind of just looked really shitty. And then tonight – or today, St. John's and, and Seton Hall play. Winner of that game plays Villanova, who's just, like I said, in shambles. And then the winner of that game goes to the conference conference championship game in the Big East. I think the Big East is terrible this year. I will recommend on this podcast, officially, I, I threw this out in the Oddscast Discord. Again, if you want to invite that, please let us know. Slide into the DMs. But the, the, the bet that I like the most, the long shot bet, is St. John's 20-1. to 1. They're gritty. Like I said, they have a game against Seton Hall. Seton Hall's not great this year. Probably going to miss the tournament. They've been on a downward spiral the entire last half of the year. St. John's ran right the border, so they win that game. They get to play Villanova, who's also in shambles. And then who knows what's going to happen in the conference championship game. But you're basically, to me, 20-1 to at that point is, is, a, is a solid flyer. So that's my recommendation. But the conference tournament should be fun to watch. And it'll be interesting to see um, what ends up eventually happening at the top of the bracket um, come March or come, come selection Sunday and mark it down. Villanova is probably going to be a five seed if they do lose that game. And that is like going to be the most popular five, 12 upset of maybe all time. That's what I have on college basketball. Any questions for me before we move on? If, uh, if you live in Jersey and you bet, on that, uh, on like Seton Hall losing, like if Seton Hall wins the whole thing, if they win the Big East, do all the bets get refunded? Yes, yes. Just getting so that out there. That. Just getting that out there. Terry, explain that. Well, when you bet on you know a sporting event or tournament or whatever with the New Jersey college team in it, and. You're, you know, New Jersey, you can't bet on New Jersey college team. So it's excluding that team. And that New Jersey team ends up winning the tournament. Essentially, all the bets are void because you didn't have the ability to bet, make that bet. So, yeah, I mean, that would be incredibly unfair for you to lose your money on, on that bet because you never had the opportunity to bet on the New Jersey team. So you get so, your money back. So, yeah, you kind of, if you're in New Jersey, you bet on a college future, you're kind of rooting for Rutgers, too. Um, if your team no. gets past, nope, kind of, kind of got a root for him. Going to be, nope. uh, Lunardi says 10 seed lining up with BYU in the first round. Then they get Alabama. And if you're looking at a two seed, probably the two seed, um, one of the two seeds you want to play. So Dude, could you imagine all the money that would have to get refunded at these sports books? If like <laughs> Seton Hall and Rutgers won the, like the whole tournament. Well, it's like for physical tickets, it'd be, it'd be like, you have to go all the way back. And just like get your money back. Yeah. You can mail them in. You can send them by snail mail. So yeah, what? Yeah, just don't. If you lose and a New Jersey team is still in, don't rip up your ticket. Yeah, good advice. Thank you, thank you. But that's going to be this Sunday. Get your brackets ready. 
We'll have our full bracket, bracket meteorology uh, next next week. NBA time. Joe, what's going on in NBA land? Uh, so we're back. Uh, there were two games last night. Uh, we're back after the All-Star game. Dunk contest was absolutely one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, the Anthony Simons won and never even scored a 50, which is ridiculous. Um, I wrote a long-form piece on Zion for the Action Network. Um, give it a look. I talked a lot about his assist prop. It's actually to the over is 21, 4, and 2 this season. Um, he's got a different role in Stan Van Gundy's offense uh, and his assist and usage rate uh, or his assist per usage rate ratio has gone up uh, exponentially this season. So uh, take a look at that. Talked about um, his props, his, you know, his, his play, his role in the team. Also uh, talked about Panini Prism, uh, PSA 10 Zion rookie cards and his NBA top shot moments. So uh, kind of an interesting read. And then Corey is raising his hand right now. Do you anticipate they'll eventually get rid of the dunk contest? It's brutal to watch. It's so bad. Yeah, I think they got to do. I don't know. I think it would be. I'd rather watch horse. Can they just bring the globe trotters out and do something? Yeah, horse like, actually is not a watch. bad idea. Why? Well, not? they did the horse that they did uh, the thing over yeah. the over the summer with COVID where they did it. Let's like, do it in the All Star weekend because holy shit, that was terrible. It was so bad. I mean, I give them a little bit of slack. Uh, like everything's been done this. Well, no, no. Like, I mean, they were like saying like, and Francis Simons was getting like credit for like almost kissing the rim. Like he literally didn't do the dunk he was trying to do. Um, you know, when it was really going to start going downhill is when they brought out that fucking Kia for Blake Griffin to jump over. Yeah. That's when I knew like, this is fucking done. Well, it just sucks because like some years it's really fucking good. Like we had the, the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine year, which was insane. But then like every other year is just awful. So I, I, I do think it's going to go away. I the think dunk the, contest peaked in the early aughts. It's over. Yeah. The three point contest is the best contest. I think, um, unless they broke out like trampolines or some shit, that would be, then I'm in yeah, like globe trotters, get them out. Yeah, then that might work. Um, so all-star game was okay. Uh, but like LaMarcus Aldridge just, just reached, uh, not an agreement, but the Spurs are basically saying that they're going to trade him within the next week. Uh, I think this is actually good for the Spurs and I like their odds even more to win their division. Um, I think they're like plus 300 or so. Um, they, all their numbers, it, it's like kind of one of these weird things where all their numbers, even though LaMarcus Aldridge is good, their numbers are just dramatically better with him off the floor. Um, so that's an opportunity. Not sure where he's going to go. I also like hate the buyout market in the NBA. I think it's just, it's like a scam. Um, like Blake Griffin's going to the Nets. Granted, Blake Griffin is not the player that he used to be with Lob City. And then, uh, but like Andre Drummond, they're talking about reaching a buyout. And it's like, okay, he's going to go to the Nets of the Lakers. Then, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge is like, where is he going to go? The Nets of the Lakers. It's like every single fucking person. They just like go. Like, I don't know if the NBA, it's something the NBA should try to address moving forward where like these guys just get bought out. And then it's basically a way to skirt the salary cap. Um, by them just taking like the league minimum. Um, so I'm not sure. Maybe that's something that they can address. I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that. I mean, a lot of times you think like these guys are good, but then they're just like washed up. Like we've seen it all yeah. the time where it's like, you know, I remember the days like when the Lakers got Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, and uh, or was it, was it 
was was that the thing? That was a thing. Yeah, no, that was a thing. It was Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, um, Kobe, and Powell. And like Dwight was, just, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. And then like Steve Nash kept getting hurt. And then they were like the same team, just with terrible salary cap restrictions. I mean, it happens in pretty much every sport where you guys you got like old veterans ring chasing. So you know, it's it's not. Yeah, well, like Blake Griffin's not good. Like he's not going to be good. But like Andre Drummond is still ouch, dude. Like, like Andre Drummond is still good. Like he's still a good player. And like if he's going to get paid after a buyout, like a million dollars for the rest of the season, that just seems like a joke. Um, that's the only thing that's I think is kind of tough right now. These guys, these teams just want to get out of these contracts. I mean, it seems more like a career move for Blake who is a stand-up comic. So, I mean, I could only assume that comedy clubs in New York are better than those in Detroit. I've never been to Detroit, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're not great. I think that's fair. And if he plays, he plays. I don't think he cares about playing. Maybe. I think he wants to play a little bit, but um... – he just he can't jump anymore, and that was like his big thing. <laughs> like basketball is his second career, man. Fair, just stand so, up comic. I was a, I was a little surprised that he signed with the Nets rather than like the Lakers or the Clippers. Well, maybe not the Clippers the way he got traded, but um, he's an LA guy. Like he was just apparently he was flying to LA after every Pistons game. Like whenever they had a home game, he just flew back to LA on his private jet. And it was like get I've got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So he was never going to stay there for too long. Uh, what about um, well, maybe he'll not. What about uh, how's the virtual NBA world doing? Uh, so, I mean, we got these new shining stars or seeing stars and rising stars. Did you guys get a pack? I got uh, I got the rare pack, which was nice, but I got a Brandon Clark and we opened it. And I was very disappointed when I saw the Grizzlies logo and it wasn't John Morant. That's got to be a bummer. I have bought pretty much all the seeing stars with the profits on playing the first Luca. I am still a prisoner in this platform. And we I'm, watch, I'm watching the market go up with these challenges. You buy low in the challenges, wait for everybody to fucking buy them. Then you sell the top and then you leave. But I cannot leave, so I will keep doing the cycle until they allow me to leave. Um, can you let the people know what your uh, your name is so that they can yeah, check so out your collection, see what you got I for changed, sale? I changed my Top Shot name to please let me withdraw. No spaces. <laughs> okay. I just wanted that on the record as to what your position is currently with. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's fun, like, I'm looking at evaluate market, like whatever the fuck thing is. Like, I have $11,660 of fake money that they won't let me take Whoa. out. Well, they're in moments. Yes. Yeah, I could. I, that's the lowest ask. So if if I went to full liquidation mode, which I can't even now because they added a thirty minute timer anytime you want to transact on the thing. It's better than what it was a couple days ago. It's better than cool. it being closed. You're not I'm seeing just, the silver lining here. You're seeing all the negatives. Look at the positives. On the plus side, Dom, you're top three percent according to evaluate market. Yeah. I know I've been and you're very, a modern day pioneer. I, I no big deal. Know, I'm two percent. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, I, I know four percent. Like I'm not an idiot when it comes to these things. I know what I'm doing. 
but I just want, I know so many times, like I've lived through so many bubbles, whether it's the crypto bubble of 2017, which, you know, like bet, yeah, like crypto long-term, I'm still, uh, I'm still in diamond hands. What are you talking about? Diamond hands. Well, like, I hope this is the crypto bubble or, you know, just anything, whether it comes to gambling, like your, your profit is not profit until it sits in your bank account. And so many times you can, we got to get the IRS on that page, not be smart (laughs) about it, not be smart about it. And you're like, Oh, you know, I'm playing with the four grand of profit that's in my account. And, you know, cause I just hit a big futures. Let me just let it keep riding. And then you just keep chasing the magic dragon and then it's, it's all gone. So like we like to practice good investment strategies here, but in no fucking market, are you not able to exit? <laughs> like, unless like you sign a document saying you're like signing up for a long-term loan. Yeah. Which I have not done. Did you read all the fine print? Yeah, did you read the fine print about not being able nobody to withdraw who when you signed up? Florida I'm sure you did. I'm sure you noticed that it said you can't withdraw. But you said, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway because I'm going to make know. a lot of money because I'm a smart guy and I know how to invest. Risk, reward. <laughs> I don't know how you defend the inability to withdraw, Terry. I know you have money invested in this platform and you want to see it succeed, but it's a bad look. Speaking of withdrawing, anything from... Uh, I honestly don't care. Were you I'm able not to draw anything from any your um, your presidential bets that you laid? What was that? What happened? Were you able to withdraw your? I guess it was Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Five dimes. Five dimes. I have a better fucking withdrawal process from an offshore gambling book that now went defunct with its founder found dead in a fucking trunk that I have with Top Shot, which is licensed by the NBA. Okay, I'm gonna clip this for next week when you love it again. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. Like, like, no, 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 no. like you're, you're misconstruing my, my criticism for hate. I do enjoy. I think it. your criticism is bleeding into hate, which is now bleeding into the entirety of top shot. I it's, it's souring your relationship. Then, and then you, and then you're just hate buying things off the marketplace. Yes. Like yes, fuck I, you. I'm buying. What happened last <laughs> night, Dom? What happened last night? Can you walk us through it? Well, two nights ago, the rise nights ago. Stars- the rising stars pack or whatever dropped. And like, it's all new people who are getting a pack for the first time. And it's like, what we were like, you know, or what I was like back in whatever, like how it feels like years, but like a month and a half ago where you buy a $9 or $14 pack and you're like, Oh shit, I can sell this for $80. And that's $60 of profit. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I'll just do that. And then I'll take my money. Oh, wait, I can't. I'm stuck here. Might as well spend that $60. So that was happening with the rising stars. People were paying $200 for cards that were worth, you know, our projections probably worth close to $1,000. They're racing to the bottom to try and listen, to try and get profit. And people like me, who are stuck in this prison are hate buying the card because <laughs> like, they there's know value here. <laughs> because when you see value, you take value. Let's and use that, that as a premise into your story. What happened? Tell what the people. Yeah, what happened? Took value. What did yeah, you buy last it. night? Bitching and moaning about it on Call of Duty. Oh, Rui, Rui Hachimura. Less than 24 st- hours later, where are we with Rui? 
Like up, we're up three. We're we're to like eight hundred. Close okay. it on nine. All right, calm your tits. But again, right. going I up, sell bro. that. Where's gone? It's it's not good. It's staying on there. It's fake money. It it's allows you to invest in more cards. Yeah. Moments. Yeah. Moments. Yeah, right. Sorry. I call them cards. I'm not. A, I'm not a moment elitist. Uh, Pure. You're not a two percenter. They're not cards. Pure. Yeah. They're, they're moments. Cards. You're not allowed. You're not allowed in our club. They're Get cards. The we're not. We're not going to be getting a top shot uh, license or partnership to fucking do this anytime soon. So they're fucking cards. They're not cards though. Like that makes no sense. They're little. They're digital like, cards. They're digital cards. They're not. No, they have those. Panini like has those. Yeah. They're blockchain cards. So we do need to make the Pepe cards. Yeah, it's not. It's not a card. It, it is important. silly. Old old man yells at cloud. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> I understand it. I I, I, I just call them card because that's what they fucking are. <laughs> I hope we can wind him up like this every week for the rest of the year. This it's is fucking great. fantastic. It's great. it's great. Yeah, but like, what is? How is the dapper dollar doing against the U.S. dollar? Maybe it's stronger. Well, it looks nicer against too. inflation. Honestly. That you, I think you might have a point. Yeah. So, I mean, you could be. I mean, do you really want your money sitting in your bank account just as it just, you know, loses its buying power? I don't think so. It should be, you know, in some rising stars and some LeBrons. Yeah, why not? They're doing you a favor, really. Yeah, they're not letting the – since it's fake money, the IRS can't get involved, right? Yeah. They're not nice letting. Dance. They're not letting the Fed. They're not letting the Fed print you into the poorhouse. You know. Yeah, they're not going to let you miss out on a stimulus because you have to log this as income. The you go to. Fed, you you go to. Fed, you go to stop and. You off? I, you, you no, 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 no. Because you you're going to go. You're going to go to stop and shop, and then like all next thing you know, bread's ten thousand American dollars. But you're like, well, I have these dapper dollars. And like, I could oh, give you. I five. could give you a Malcolm Brogdon to fifteen thousand dollar. Yeah. <laughs> The Fed, the Fed inflation example, while cute, it's wrong because the Fed is top shot. They control inflationary rates by putting packs into the market, putting out moments into the market. They dropped like 300 whatever fucking million. I don't even know how many millions of moments and or cards. Well, you just said it right. Why are you correcting yeah, you yourself even, backwards? You can't even. You can't even commit. You can't even commit to your own bit. This is like the guy who's like, "You should only be getting bonds. Every other investment is stupid." I'm just giving up the old man energy. If if you are affiliated with Top Shot, please just allow me to exit this prison. Can we clip that video of him? Where what are you going to do? Buy stocks? <laughs> yeah. It's my fucking money. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go buy an ETF. <laughs> Call your buddy Chuck Schwab. <laughs> Mr. Schwan. This has become my favorite part of the show. I'll be hanging out with Mr. Dapper in the Dapper Lounge, yeah. drinking Dapper beer and fucking making it rain with Dapper dollars, getting a Dapper lap dance. 
going into the dapper champagne room. I'm going to dapper too early in my pants. I was wondering how long that was going to go. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? Well done. <laughs> anything, anything more on this fucking top shot thing? Bye, bye, bye. Never withdraw. You can't. You can't anyway. So <laughs> send me some moments for news. Oh, yeah. That was I, Shout out to our new all friend. Right. What else do we have here in the sports world? Um, I guess we could just close it out with some pods and racks if you want. Well, hang on. I had a question and you told me to hold it for the podcast. Oh, yes. What was your question? So I have a score discrepancy between, and I won the bet, thank God, but my DraftKings, let's see. I bet Juventus to beat Porto yesterday. They did, but the score is wrong on the app. But you won. But I won. I don't think it does, but does does that not make you concerned? I'm concerned. I had a I had a score discrepancy once. Um, I think it was like a halftime bet, though. Like it wasn't a final bet. And then I had to. DraftKings actually has terrible customer service. DraftKings customer service is bad. FanDuel is pretty good. Better, Bet, no better or worse than Top Shots. Bet MGM is very good. What's your favorite book right now? Hmm. Lately, it's actually been. Uh, Will Hill. I've been Same. going back. Oh, we're uh, book brothers. They have book more, brothers. I, I actually like in order. It's been Will Hill, Bet MGM, FanDuel, DraftKings. And a lot of it has to do with the availability of player props for the NBA. Um, Will Hill has good, like always has turnovers, which is nice. Um, and Bet MGM just has the biggest they have like every fucking player uh for every prop so it's very useful but like their turnover prop is like kind of wacky um so I, that's why i've been using will hill more often lately will hill has better lines for soccer have noticed I, that. uh i i like i i do i've been going to bed mgm i very love that nice. mgm i mean plus they have they have the monday dot the monday club or whatever yeah you throw in one like a fifty dollar bet, and you get ten dollars back every week. Yeah, and then you take that money and you just put it on the US to win the World Cup. Put it on a future every time. Every time. Yeah, I've been. I don't. I haven't been betting MGM like for a while now, but I keep getting ten dollar free mobile bets. Well, don't. We won't tell them. Don't let John Ewing know. <laughs> I I like points bet the most, but I can't fucking win a bet on it. (laughs) Yeah, I stink at betting Mm. points. I don't don't think I've ever withdrawn from points bet. I got like my yearly summary, I think, and it was like your biggest win the whole year was like $200. I was like, what the fuck is this? I've been neglecting my points bet. That happened happened to me with William Hill for like a good three or four months where any bet I put on William Hill. I lost just a loss. Yeah. You just go, you go through the ebbs and the flows. Yeah. The accounts, um, the accounts, they vary, but they even out eventually. Yeah. I would agree with that. At zero. <laughs> At zero. Yeah. Eventually you get to zero and then that's it. And then you have to sell some of your top shots or your sperm. 
at least you have the option to withdraw at any point on those sites. All right. Um, well, you no, can't withdraw zero dollars. I that's know that's lot. what they want you to do. They want you to keep spending. It's a, it's a, that's another sports book. They want you to keep, except now that they're not regulated like a sports book, so they can hold you hostage at gunpoint. Oh, <sighs> just get, Mr. Dapper, just get him out of here. Just let him out. He's ruining the vibe he, in the Dapper Lounge. Yeah. And then think, we can, then he can announce to everyone that he's back and he bought a moment and then he's out again <laughs> and then he's back and he's out again. We'll start calling him the pullout king of top shot. Cute. I like it. That'll stick. <laughs> All right. I think we're good on the, uh, on, on, I, I think, I think you're fine with the score discrepancy. If you want to, if you want to be a narc and tell them that they are wrong, you can. I'm not going to narc. First off, never going to happen. They hear like that. Don't be the person in, in class that says, oh, yeah. you, you forgot to collect the homework. Or, you know, you didn't you. correct oh, this question right. It didn't even matter if you did the homework or not. It was did you ever see someone do their own score correction for the teacher and, like, lose a point? Like, you fuck you, idiot. No. Like, that's, pat- that's half that? of the battle. That's, happened. that's like the samurai when they dishonor and kill themselves. Why would they do that? <laughs> Yeah, seppuku on your quiz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen because they think it's a gamble. They're like, "Oh, if I give it back, they might notice it. If I say it now, maybe they'll appreciate the honesty and give me the point." They never give you a fucking point, idiot. No. Appreciating the honesty, like you only can do the honest thing, like when you know, like it's an L. I feel like I honestly think the teacher probably had a better understanding of the material than I did. So why would I correct the teacher? I just loved fighting about stupid responses that I would put down because it wasn't specified that it had to be learned in class. This is so, an exciting tangent. Well, I remember the, Joe torturing his teachers through middle school. <laughs> there was, I remember specifically there was one question and it was like name five characteristics of viruses. And I couldn't think of the last one. So I said that they were, created, <laughs> they make my that, penis itch. <laughs> I said that they were created by God and I was, and the teacher marked it wrong and she marked it wrong first. I was like, you really going to fight me on this one? Like, <laughs> I got to right Catholic school, then, Joe. No, it was not. In, it was. It was. That would have been a layup in Catholic school. It, yeah, no, easy layup in yeah, Catholic you school. Should've, you should have gotten expelled. So, yeah. hey, I, no more. <laughs> I was we like, got rid of under gonna, God, kid. Didn't you hear? I was like, are we really going to fight about this one? I was. And like, then you could have. Yeah, they, they didn't want to. That, that would have went to the Supreme Court. It would have been great. You could have been um, the face of some useless fucking movement. It would have been it, awesome. Instead, I got one point more on my biology quiz. Congrats! God damn right. Yeah. Let's do uh, some. Let's do some pods and recs to to finish it out. Oh, all right, we're bringing back segment, even though it was it's only been back for for less than a week because we did it last week and debuted hey, consistent, it. Consistent, consistent. It's better than most of our segments. You have questions. I have the answers. It's time for Miss Cleo's future of the week. The segment which we try and convince producer Corey to take a futures bet. And whatever one he picks, he views the tarot cards and all the other shit that Miss Cleo used to do, and he picks it. So, uh, you're up, producer Corey. Lead us, lead us into uh, into the promise land. Okay, so today I'm reading T instead of in in honor of Meghan Markle and the destruction of the royal family part two, and because I lost my tarot cards. So he's telling me that Terry is up first, and it's probably because T starts with T which also Terry starts with a T. So Terry, it's your time to shine. 
Okay. Uh, Joe should go first. Okay. Jerry's picky. Joe, you're going first. Okay. So I bet today, I bet on Juan Soto to win the National League MVP. Uh, he's at plus 850 on William Hill, the sports book that I've been favoring recently. And I think that he's what? Look, brothers. Yeah. So I think that he's got a pretty good opportunity. It's just going to be his fourth year in the league. Uh, last year, a little bit short in season, obviously, uh, due to COVID. And uh, he was also hurt during it, but he still led the league in OPS. Uh, led the league in batting average. Um, I think that he has, he's just due uh, to win this award at some point in time. Uh, he's the odds at plus 850, I think, are kind of juicy. And uh, I think that you're getting some value because all the other books have him at plus 750. Um, the, na- the one risk is the Nationals may not make the playoffs. Um, so that's probably a little bit of the cooked in risk, but they don't ha- you don't necessarily have to make the playoffs to win MVP in baseball. It's not as uh, tied to team success. So I like full, this full season, right? Yeah, they're doing a, I think so. Anyway, I think it's a full season. So, okay. And um, plus eight fifty, you said plus eight fifty. So it's, you're not going to get the money back for a while. If he wins, uh, when he wins, he'll get it before Terry's uh, possible future. Yes, you will still get it before the before the World Cup, and you could roll all the profits into a World Cup future. Okay, next up, the T is telling me that oh, it's an angry T. Dom, oh, clearly Dom, angry T. <laughs> it wants to be withdrawn from the cup. Speaking of the cup, um, we're not going to go all the way to the cup, but on points bet right now even though I can't win a bet on points bet, I am going to go to the NHL, get it, Cup, Stanley Cup, um, but I'm not going all the way to the Stanley Cup. We're going to stay in the division. Um, actually, this is way better of a bet on DraftKings, so we're going to go to DraftKings here. Uh, I'm going to go to the NHL East. You know, we talked to our NHL shaman earlier this season, uh, Sachin Shandan. And he was talking about, you know, how weird is the NHL is is now that they're doing their um, interdivisional, like no cross division, no cross conference play. So you have all of these divisions with a, a team that has a, a minus odds win, a, a chance to win the division. So you got the Lightning in the Central minus one eighty two, the Maple Leafs in the North at minus five hundred, Golden Knights at minus one eighteen. The only division that you're going to get plus money everywhere is the East. And that is, you know, the devil's home division. Sorry to say, I don't think the devils are winning this division with the way that they're playing and how far back they are, but I'm going to go up to the top, go not all the way to the top, step back down one step. And I'm going to bet the Washington capitals to win the NHL East at plus three seventy five. So right now, you know, kind of almost halfway through the season, Islanders are ahead by two points. They got one game up on the Capitals. Islanders 36 points. Capitals 34 points. Penguins, Bruins 31, 30. Flyers 29. Um, Islanders has been on a crazy streak. Six wins in a row, eight, one and one. Probably not going to last, even though their division, uh, their goal differential is pretty high. You know, I've watched a lot of these teams as a Devils fan. I just think offensively, the Capitals are never going to slow down. Their goaltending is very streaky with their rookie Banachek in there. And they're going to get their other goalie 
coming back in um, at some point soon. So they should get some goaltending help on defense, but the team is just so good um, at the top in terms of goal scoring. I think that they're not going to go through these ebbs and flows um, because they're just going to put pucks in the net and, you know, they, they might, they're, they're a good regular season team. Let's put it, put it that way. And Even I without think Tom Wilson. Yes. And I'll, <laughs> yeah, that who has been a uh, controversial character, almost as controversial as Myers Leonard in the NHL. But well, I would say he's probably more. Ooh, yeah, no, that's that's not. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> um, well, Bruce Corey said probably more. Um, but the Capitals, I think at plus three seventy five, like this should be closer to two two to one. Um, so I'm gonna go plus three seventy five. I know, I know, uh, Miss Miss Cleo, Miss Corey, Mister Corey, like the uh, like the big odds. So I'm going plus three seventy five. Washington Capitals win the Okay. Wow. We're out of tea. I need more tea. Terry starts with the tea. Give me that tea, Terry. Okay. I fooled you. I made everyone else go first. Um, Nobody fools Miss Cleo. That's true. I played right into your hands. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. The United States will win the World Cup in 2022. No, I thought about <laughs> it. It'd just be a running gag where I do it every <laughs> week until Corey, Miss Corey picks it. Um, but I'm going to go with baseball the much much maligned sport in my eyes it just bores me to death but i still get drawn back into it i love it um last year people forget during the covid shortened season i gave out freddie freeman to win mvp 25 to 1 based on the sole reasoning that he had already gotten covid so he wouldn't miss any time that was so good (laughs) and he did in fact win the mvp so now I'm going to go back to the well and go back to the Atlanta Braves for a year-end award. And that award is going to be the National League Cy Young. And the Ooh, player like is Max Freed, 24-1 to on FanDuel. Betting it the now. play here, I mean, Jake, Jacob DeGrom is, is first at 4-1, to Trevor Bauer second. Seven to one, and then Scherzer, Bueller, and Aaron Nola are ten or twelve to one. Um, so I think with the Dodgers, the Dodgers pitchers, Bauer, Bueller, I mean, you even have Kershaw, twenty-five to one. I think they're probably all going to probably. It's I feel like when they're all so good, they're going to split gonna some votes. Yeah, it's like, and that team is just so good where it's going to like I don't know. So I'm, I'm taking the Dodgers out. DeGrom, I feel like he could win it every year. So it depends on if the Mets are good or if they're not <laughs> good. Division has gotten a little better. Um, Scherzer, he's kind of getting old. No? Yeah. I think so. He's like tail. Um, so, I, yeah. You got you got Snell coming over from the AL. Um, and Lou, Louis Castillo in, in Cincinnati. Are the Reds going to be that good? I don't know. Um, so I just think, you know, for a team that has a good chance of winning the NL East, their best pitcher, Mike Soroka, coming off of the torn Achilles uh, that knocked him out uh, last year. So he's, you know, he's going to be possibly, you know, handled with some white gloves, uh, not thrown out there, you know, be a little cautious with them. They got Charlie uh, Morton, who's, I mean, close to 40 at this point. 
But so, you know, the best pitcher on the team is clearly Max Fried. The onus is going to fall on him to perform every day. Didn't lose a game during the COVID shortened season, regular season, that is. Um, and then only lost in that last the last game against the Dodgers. What book? So 20, 24 to one, it's 18 to one at most other books. So there's some value just on FanDuel, 24 to one. Eat it up. I have. He, I don't know if he's had COVID. I don't know his health history. I love. So I can't. I can't give a background there. All right, Mister uh, Cleo. Do we have any rules against me picking more than one? No, you're oh. the psychic. Well, the future is telling me that. Uh, I had a vision. Actually, it was last night. I had a dream of a very pregnant cow that gave birth to triplets, and they were each named Joe, Dom, and Terry. And I think that it was telling me that. I could feed myself off these three futures once I grow and allow these calves to grow into full-blown cows and slaughter them and eat them deliciously. I'll assume like maybe I'll slow, like slow smoke one. Uh, I'll maybe sell the other for, for money and then maybe use one as a dairy cow. I don't know what they look like yet. I'm not a dairy farmer or a cattle guy. Uh, but What's going on here? We're looking into my dream. I had a dream about this, and it told me that I could milk all three of these, basically. You had sex with a cow? No. I owned the cow. The cow had triplets named Joe, Dom, and Terry. Mm. And you had sex with the triplets? Not yet. I don't know. I woke up. I woke up after they were born. Who knows what Mm. happened? So why? God, I got out of there. I mean, I wasn't dry. Terry, the the bit's done. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you I fucked a cow. (laughs) You never. Uh, so I'm taking all three of these. I don't have any issue with any of them. And they, you've all made very compelling arguments. Uh, chief among them, I love seeing numbers this high. That's fair. There's, that's fair. Honestly, the reason why I'm not... a victim of puck line parlays is because the number just keeps growing. You're like, oh, one more. One more. Why not? I like this. Futures that are like that pay like this, they just feel like found money. Because you haven't had the money for so long. And I will forget it. I will forget it. And even if they don't hit, like, I just write it off. Yeah. I think Dom's 100% right right, on the caps. Caps look great. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, uh, real quick, I got caps plus 375 when they hit the East Division, the NHL at DraftKings. Joe? William Hill, Juan Soto, NL MVP plus 850. Uh, and I, had, I had Max Freed twenty four to one. Yeah, one. let's eat up. All right, all I right. like them all. No, no clarity from having sex with cows. Interesting. So you pick them all. People have been criticized and jabbed at and talked about throughout the ages for having different beliefs, and apparently I am no exception. Although it is a constant challenge, I will continue. I will not allow them to stop me. I will teach as a shaman and help those who seek the knowledge. That has been <laughs> Futures with, uh, what is the segment called? Miss, Miss <laughs> it just became the cow <laughs> corner. Bestiality with the odds cast. We prefer our species right. erotica. Thank you. Please use the proper nomenclature. All right. Let's go uh, with pods and Rex here to close us out. Um, who's who's following that? I think you got to do it. You, you're the host. <laughs> I don't really have much to recommend this this week. I'll recommend car washes, actually. Um, 
I got a car wash last week and it's, it was, it's been good. A lot of the, you know, if you live in the Northeast, like the shit they put on the, the roads is terrible. So, you know, get yeah. a good car wash. That's my recommendation. Car feels. I think if I got my, I think if I got my car washed, it would just fall apart like a cartoon. <laughs> I love a nice car wash. So, uh, yeah, that's very simple. My soup of the week is uh, chicken noodle soup, homemade. Uh, do it with some egg noodles. Uh, it's nice soup. That was good. Uh, snap! It looked good. Yeah, it was, it was very solid soup. Um, it was even better when you don't have to make it. Uh, my recommendation of the week is uh, sunglasses. I think it, we're we're like almost at like I feel like you should wear sunglasses all the time. It's better for your eyes. But we're getting to that point where the temperature is starting to go up. So I think that if you need to get a new pair, now is the time to do so. So that way, when you get that nice, like that nice day where you want to be outside, you want to be day drinking, you have the pair of sunglasses to match. Um, so sunglasses, just be ready for uh, your fashion choices moving forward as the weather gets warmer. Okay, I'll go. Um, I have a, just not even, I guess, an, I guess an artist. We'll say the artist. Uh, Bahamas, great. I think it's a band. No, I think it's a one guy. One guy with a backup band. Anyone know? I don't really know. No idea. <laughs> I don't know. But my quarantine song, I guess if we're still in quarantine for the past uh, month or so, has been a song called Trick to Being Happy. Um, and you got to listen to it because the chorus just sums up, you know, quarantine life. I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, so just give it a listen. I'll ruin it for you. Cause I think he says, is there a trick to being happy? Most days I'm feeling like a half me and most days life is moving past me. And I'm like, yeah, that's quarantine. Pretty summed up right there. Fair. Okay. Terry. It's pretty dark here. It's going to be okay. We're here for you. You know, not physically, yeah. but on your computer screen. You have that cow's number? I'll ship it over. Which one do you want? <laughs> I think he wants the milk cow. I was wondering how the cow was going to come back. <laughs> the cow, uh, will the cows come home, huh? I'm going to recommend something non-dairy. Thank and, you. Um, For the lactose intolerant. I watched, uh, I don't think I recommended this. I think I just talked to Dom about it on Call of Duty, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I watched uh, the, la the latest Notorious B.I.G. documentary called uh, I Got a Story to Tell. Great song, by the way, also. I don't think we talked about this on Call of Duty. Yeah, we did. We did. I mentioned it in passing, and I had, I don't know, my memory is just fucking gone. After that dream about the cows, it's just, I don't know what's real anymore. Um watch it. It's really cool. It has a lot of like, um, footage from his crew that I've never seen before. Um, very old school handheld camcorder shit. You know, your parents probably have a bunch of videos stacked up somewhere in their house of you as a child. Maybe um, some other stuff. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Definitely pay attention to the labels. All right. I, really I, I, I yeah. will check it out. <laughs> and I think that's it. For this week's podcast, God we finally wrapped it up. <laughs> <laughs> for Joe Delera, Terry Takes, Bruce Corey, Dominic DeLeo, we will see you next week for March Madness Selection Sunday. 
this Sunday conference tournaments check out all of our picks and hopefully maybe we can uh get to see some top shop withdrawal soon so hey maybe that saga will be yeah. finished let's go <laughs> all right only hope so god bless for everyone's sake Let it go.